Welcome to Recharge with Lily, a podcast that's all about ways to recharge your brain and body, so you're ready to put as much as you can into what you want to do. Came back out again. Welcome to my new podcast. The idea for this grew out of Kerry Jenkins's Recharge and Resist project, which is based on the premise that activists need self-care as much as anyone else in order to keep powered up and ready to resist all the political crazy that's happening. Although this project very much exists as a response to what's happening in the world, and although I really believe that the act of building ourselves into strong people who believe in ourselves is in itself political, it's not a current events podcast, and I'll do my best not to talk about specific instances of political craziness, because there's enough of that elsewhere on the internet. Each fortnight, I'm going to talk about something comforting to read, something comforting to eat or drink, how my knitting is going, because that's a key part of how I like to recharge, how I'm trying to recharge my body, and a piece of music I'm enjoying. The hosts of the wonderful Call Your Girlfriend podcast talked a while ago about how Mother Yourself is a more sustainable take on Treat Yourself, and that's very much the spirit of this podcast. So, let's get started with episode one. This fortnight's comfort read is a book by Jenny Colgan. She'll probably appear quite frequently because she writes delightfully warm, fluffy, comforting novels. I've only actually discovered her this year, and I'm really sad that I hadn't found her before, so I'm making an effort to talk about her as much as I can. The novel I want to talk about this week is The Little Shop of Happily Ever After. It's about a timid English girl who, upon discovering that her job won't exist anymore, moves to Scotland and opens a bookshop. Now, if I tell you that in my personal life, I'm an English girl who has recently moved to Scotland and loves books, you might understand why I love this book so much. It's got a really, really warm narration. Everything about it is comforting. She has an amazing best friend, and there are some lows as well as the highs along the way. I usually pass on Jenny Colgan books when I'm finished reading them, but this one I'm going to keep, and I'll probably reread on a fairly regular basis. Now, for comfort food. I might dial it up a notch in future episodes. Right now, this effort level is where I'm at. Tomato soup with rye bread or crackers and gorgonzola. I can't take credit for this idea. One of my friends posted it on Facebook as the perfect response to a rainy night and I was very much enabled by that. A can of even quite cheap tomato soup. You can use any source of bread or crackers or gluten-free variants of the same and any cheese you like. I love gorgonzola or stilton or any blue cheese but I know some people don't. It's a luxurious dinner, even though it takes about five minutes to put together, and it's a great way to relax into the evening while still looking after yourself, and it pairs quite well with a glass of red wine, if you're so inclined. Next, crafting. I've finally finished knitting my pussy hat, or my pussy cat hat, depending on what you want to call it. 
Rather than the cat coil pussy hat project pattern, I've used the Kit Kat hat pattern by Andre Sue, which is linked in the show notes. The only real difference is that there are an extra couple of stitches sewn in about an inch in from each corner, which help the cat ears to stand up a bit better. I used the Erica Knight Aaron yarn available at John Lewis. It's a really amazing bright magenta pink and a lovely woolly Aaron yarn and one I'll definitely use in the future. Either for scarves, I can definitely see a Hogwarts house colour scarf in this yarn, or for sweaters. I've also blocked the stranded colourwork swatches I made for my steaking class that I'm taking at Edinburgh Yarn Fest this year. I made them in Blacker Yarns British Classic DK, and I was really impressed with how much the yarn bloomed and filled out once the swatches were washed, and I'll definitely use this wool for future colourwork projects. I've also started the swatch for Vera Valamaki's Pavement Sweater, which is a raglan sweater with a shirt tail hem knit loosely in sock weight yarn. I'm using Regia Melange yarn from my stash in a rust kind of colour. I think this is out of production now, which is a shame because it's hard to find these kettle-dyed semi-solids in mass-produced yarn, but it's one that I love and I'm going to use it with joy. In some ways, this is a bit of a reverse engineering project, as I have a lovely grey sweater that I bought in the Fat Face Boxing Day sale, and I've worn it so much I wanted to make my own version. So it's the idea of a loose, thin sweater with a shirt tail hem, and it was actually pretty difficult to find a pattern with a shirt tail hem on Ravelry, as it doesn't seem to be a built-in filter. I was very surprised by that, because I find the shirt tail hem to be a really nice look, but I will probably apply the shirt tail hem from this pattern to anything else I make in the future, if it works well. Next, on to recharging my body. I've been going back to ballet classes. I used to take ballet during high school, and I've lost a lot of strength and flexibility since I stopped at the end of that. But it's great to be back in the game. Lena, who is on the Just Kiss My Frog YouTube channel, said in a video a while ago, that when you spend a lot of time in your brain, it's quite easy to forget you have a body, and that hit a chord in my brain. Ballet is an hour spent focusing on my body, not on what I don't like about it, not really about how it looks, but about what I can make it do, and how I can improve what it can do, and there's some great music as well. In the couple of months I've been back, I can already feel some improvements, and my posture is getting better too. And finally, for a piece of music I'm loving. I went to see Hidden Figures with my mum last week, and as well as the film, which in itself is incredible, and I would put it with films like Made in Dagenham, which are about women fighting to be paid for the work they're doing, and recognised for it. The soundtrack is incredible as well. Confusingly, there's both Hidden Figures, the album, and a score soundtrack album available. They're both great, but I'm focusing on the score. It's the background music, it's very orchestral, and it's fantastic to listen to while I'm at work, trying to concentrate in an open plan office. The music is by Hans Zimmer, who's written a lot of amazing scores, including The Da Vinci Code, Pharrell Williams, and Benjamin Wolfish. A particular favourite is the song or track Catherine Calculates, but the entire album is a joy, as is the film. So, thanks for listening. You can find me at other places on the internet. 
on Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Lily M. Writes. And on Ravelry, I'm Robina Rockstar. Please do rate and review the podcast on iTunes and tell me what you think. And I'll leave you with that track, Catherine Calculates, from Hidden Figures. Hidden Figures.